Ladies and gentlemen, stoners and stonettes, we're going to try this again. We just had uh, in over a minute and fucked it all up. We're back on iTunes, bitches. <laughs> How are you growing today on iTunes? On iTunes, audio only today. Why? Because we on Anchor. We on Anchor. Shout, Shout out, out to Anchor. Anchor. Giving us back our RSS feed. Without, that we dearly missed. Without having to pay. Yeah. So shout out to Anchor. And uh, how I found it, we're going to give a shout out to that too. Lee Sayat, the flying Jew, the Christ killer. <laughs> he uh, he shouted out. He gave a shout out to it on the Cassius Morris show, episode 100. Check it out, y'all. He gave yeah, a shout yeah. out to Anchor. <clears throat> so yeah, man. Season three is coming up soon. This is the prequel. Prequel. Prequel Hollywood with that shit. Right. Um, basically, we're going to have new layouts, um, all new promotions, special guest stars. The Canatoons is coming back with season two, which gonna that be is going to be heat. Just phenomenal. I'm predicting heat. And um, I don't know, all kinds of other crazy shit. Just all new layout, though. Man. More commercial breaks, more skits, more, more comedy. I'm going to say. More relevance to the movie. It's going to be fun. And we actually might write a short skit to try to have Lisa Ed really hook us up Salt and man. get the Death Goes Green crew back together and, you know, maybe do something we write. Salt, uh, man. Because I got a couple exactly. ideas. So We got some ideas flowing. And, yeah, man. Shout out to the Death Goes Green crew. Side How Dallas, about the Desolate Garden? Chef. Man. This heat, this summer garden, this grill. I could write a fucking dope I, I, I could write a horror struggle. story. Right. I can write a legit horror story. Like two guys... When death does go, go <laughs> green. green goes <laughs> death. Yeah, green that? goes death. Green goes death. Like, shit. No. That should be more dramatic than the Titanic. I can't even speak. It's hairier than a 70s porn star. I'll tell you what, boy. Man, I'm telling you. Hey, you know what? Funny story. Here we go. My pops, he told me first time he seen a thong was like in 90, 91. <laughs> first time he seen a shaved clean bush was like 89, 90. <laughs> he was like, this motherfucker like it was a whole new world. He was down in Florida. <laughs> bad, Doing coke and all types of other shit. Anyways, there's a good story about a bush being in the 70s and all of a sudden shit got different. When little boys play with Barbie dolls, they expect something. Oh, man. Just saying. Just saying. Anyways. Blame Mattel. Fucking A. G.I. <laughs> Joe. I'm glad he had no equipment though. Yeah, man. You mad motherfucker to get that motherfucker one to his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Just swagging. That oh, shit was like a sword. Lord. Put a motherfucker in his hand like a sword. <laughs> smoke a blunt of Urkel. Still yeah. not cured. Barely but, dried. But, but we're working on it. That's okay, so funny that you bring up Urk. So D had the cut of the Urk. I had Urk. I don't even know. What it's was from it? seed. I gave you a cut. Yeah. yeah. Uh, late June harvest. Oh July it was. Been a I don't know. June. No, I was smoking it in June. So June harvest, smoking in June. Whatever. Anyways, I found a nug today in the closet that I dried it in. And best believe that was two bowls worth. Of dang. Of dang. Right. Of dang. It's a good phenom. Of just being like, oh my. It's just gone. Yeah. My cuttings didn't make it this time. <clears throat> Uh, my cuttings didn't make it. I'm so sorry. No. No 7-Eleven for you. We have to start over. Man. But it is what yeah, it is. It is what it is. I'm ready to start some new shit. Yeah, and on new shit. We're bringing new shit. Oh, so let's talk let's talk let's talk about a little bit of the plans for season three as this is the prequel. So let's give a little bit of the plans. Well basically and then I we'll figured, get into some shit conversation. I mean, visually, obviously that's something still I you know, we need to perfect and and get down to a to an established point of like the intro and all that shit. I it's too basic. It needs some visuals. The skits, I want visuals for that. I mean, something right I, I, it's something whether it's it's like the can of tunes is a whole nother yeah that's a whole that, nother that's animal. a whole nother animal that, that's a savage that we just can't let go and just can't do wrong it has to be done right so done whether right. it stays that's strictly audio whatever that may stay while. strictly anchor itunes type of situation right, like right. catch us on blueberry yeah, itunes but i'm thinking Spotify more defined 15 minute episodes or yeah. whatever you know what i mean yeah like, like an actual something yeah. when you listen to it you can visually 15 minute episode about a 7 to 10 season episode right 
Right. Um, definitely. Um, That's right, motherfuckers. More consistent. We talked about it in the very final season of episode, episode or season two, sorry, that we just, you know, released uh, about not being so topic oriented, like based on, oh, we're going to speak about this and we're going to speak about this and, and really freestyle kind of off of maybe maybe one major subject or just in general like it's a whole kind of like what's happened this week what have you noticed what have i noticed shit like that Um, yeah the biggest thing though to me i think is figuring out the way and i know there's several ways to do it is getting more guest speakers to join in even if it's for just a segment you know like we have 30 minute segments it's a 90 minute show so in between the you know the, the skits or whatever, and, and so for thirty minutes we get somebody like D in Colorado that's one of our followers. Darren, um, I, man, that's that guy right there. He's more he's he's our brother, man. He's our brother that we've never actually met. And I never no, thought like cool you know dude, what I mean. Dude, like, I like his I like his uh his poetries and you know his writings and whatnot. And the, me and him could really connect on that. My name's Darren yeah, too, which is yeah, it's it's hilarious. So we're thinking about maybe doing like flying out there, or if he can come out here and doing a Darren meets Darren episode. I don't know, but Ron and Darren really have connected. Just, yeah, you know? man, just a, a you know a man that's had RSD, and to be able to show the spirit of life that he has every day, and the spirit of gardening, and still being, being like fuck this, fuck you, pain. I got batteries in my back. Right. I'm going to walk out to my garden because that's the only way I can get to my garden. I'm right. going to walk to my garden and I'm going to see my babies. And I'm going to see my peppers. I'm going to see my tomatoes. And I'm going to get on Periscope for the people. Right. You know, and show them the fucking beautiful starlit moon fucking pitch black because he's in the middle of nowhere. And just to be like that and to be down in the dumps myself on, you know, life and the situation that I was in at the time when I first really started, me and D started connecting through Twitter, man. It was just like... He gave me a new outlook on life. Like, man. Right. Like, what the fuck am I tripping on? Right. You know? No, and he's, he's just been a big inspiration. He's a definitely a, um, a genuine soul. And, yeah. And uh, following him on Twitter without even knowing the backstory is just a genuine... Like, it's... it's When you read through your feed and you, you follow all kinds of people on Twitter and you read all this bullshit and the celebrity shit and, the, you know, the positive stuff, too. But then you get to his and it's always a reminder of positivity and, and what life and, is and, right like and how precious and, and just sunshine and fucking you know not to get too like but what does it mean to wake up today right like did you not realize you woke up today that you were able to have the day that you wanted to have like we could smoke this blunt right now and have this conversation yeah on a fucking device that's fits in our hand right that that's gonna to get work, out to the world we had to work to spend money on to buy and etc but mm-hmm. like it's still all in a granted opportunity and that's how he looks at it and it, it's a wonderful thing and yeah shout out d in colorado man yeah. follow so, him on twitter and and we bring up d because i think you know uh i definitely want him to be one of our guest stars yeah and and the thing and, is, you know, like you said like that might even be something we have to fucking find like maybe a fucking what do they call it uh we, we rent people's houses yeah we do an airbnb yeah in and, his and, area, and, yes, and, yes. And do a podcast there, or yeah. whatever, out back, and or even go to his yes, garden. Like, yeah, he absolutely wants to go to his house. You know, we do it wherever. But yeah, man, and and before that, I think this is gonna be this is gonna be the new part. I think this is the part I'm excited about, man. We're talking about doing call-ins with uh, some of the Twitter fam that we have, right? Because the Twitter fam, you know, some of our Twitter fam is deep on the on there. You know what I mean? Um, we, we we branched out also Bro. with Cy. But you the man, a lot of work. the man that created Death Goes Green, you know, he wrote it seven years ago, and to put something to life that a guy wrote and put his heart in seven years ago, give us aspirations for sure. Gives us aspirations, and we know what it's like to have something <clears throat> writing and and you know have it be not sitting on yeah it yeah. Like, so you know that was a big deal, and so side you know definitely call in or link up, but yeah, we're gonna have call ins, link ups, and also the other thing is we're going to go live this year um, for some episodes. Maybe not every episode, but we are going to do some live episodes this year. Maybe audio only, but and, maybe some Facebook or Instagram yeah, live or whatever. But Periscope. And something. I think that um, I'm officially going to switch over to, from my official Instagram, my place garden to it's the going Canada, Canada Buzz. You know, just to show you that, you know, I will have to make visits to Ron's pad, obviously, because he's growing as well. But 
there's a different side to what we're doing. I mean, we're more than advocates for just the shit. Yeah. We do it ourselves. We're trying to get to the point to where we're complacent on just ourselves only. Yeah. And then we maybe can provide good medicine and, and good yes. quality bud to others. Yeah. Through the brand of the comedy and shit. So it's not like you're getting it from a bunch of fucking, you know, yeah, un- you have untrustworthy no idea. Yeah. Or, or business people who are just in it for the dollar. We're more in it for the commune and, and the relationships yes. and, and, and going to a good cause. Right. Like, so hopefully like within the next couple of years, we got the logo coming. Kathy, Ron's wife is working on it. Shout yeah. out Kathy. Cause God, yeah. that is something that we have worked on for years and neither one of us could come I up, came up to that finals. <laughs> yeah. And we all looked at it and we were just like, eh. and you know, and what got it's my wife to dark, do it, though, and like, what got my wife to do it was, so the new car we got, the biggest enjoyment in life in the new car is the auxiliary. Like, that thing's fully loaded. The only thing it doesn't have is Bluetooth, but it has okay. an auxiliary. And uh, that's been the new enjoyment in life. Going yeah, from... Radio and CDs. You know, and- yeah, because in the Suburban, we had a, the thing in the ashtray, but that broke. And so, is what it is. So, the auxiliary in the car has been a new thing. And so, when she does... <clears throat> uh, man, I don't know if I'm... I'm not gonna, I guess I won't give it all the way. But she does a certain kind of workshop in about 30, 45 minutes away from our home area. And uh, she came out of there one night just like, she was like, I was down. And she was like, you know what I was thinking? Like, if I could find you guys on the podcast app. She's like, I, three of your episodes were on there. She goes, so I listened to one on the way home. And she goes, and I listened to it on the morning the way back. And she was like, I loved it. She goes, you guys need a fucking logo. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about that for over two years now. Since we've been doing it, like, that's one thing yeah. we're missing right the now. The day we started, we talked about it, and uh, she was like, can I be in charge of it? I was like, do it. Nobody else is. Do it. I mean, your homie was supposed to do Yeah, something. but he felt, you know, he fell through. Well, he's busy. So, he's a busy man. Well, he got a family. He got bills to pay and shit. Just saying, though, like, yeah, that would really set us apart and t-shirts and all that. Because my, my biggest thing is, like, when we get true followers, is I'd love to send them stickers, packages, yes. or maybe a t-shirt. Like, yes. Be, you know, like, be hey. like, you're really rocking this hard. You're commenting. You're like, I'm telling you shit. right now. Ray Klein and D. Oh, the first ones to get them. We're getting them as soon as we get them made. They're, get, they're getting yeah, stickers sure. and t-shirts. And, you know, and jerseys. We're going to do some custom jerseys. We're going to do some cut, like, custom jerseys. We need a logo, though. With our logo can of buds 420 on the back or 710 or something any something cannabis related something yeah no that that's and that's that that's the first two that's getting them. and then when we get our strain to joey too on our strain our jersey's oh. gonna say our strain name and instead of a number because it's gonna be like like let's say we popped 20 seeds but we liked our strain name number five like yes. that is our cut so yes. it's gonna say our strain name Number like Num- hashtag yes, five, uh, like that you know, yeah, and on the back it's like, yeah, buds and whatever, hell yeah, yeah. Man. or yeah, fan man. of the year, whatever, yeah, exactly, yeah, man. So, I mean, that's I, 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 to me, season three, it's not no, but it's going to be the element that really makes us, it's about reaching out to more people because at the end of the day, our goal is to make cannabis more relatable to everybody. And to make people realize that um, just because it becomes legalized, I don't mean. I, I don't feel like like some. I think some of the social activists are kind of taking a break on it. They're like, we won, but at the same time, yes, we won. But now we have to preach the the We're benefits still battling. of it. Well, no, it's, it, like against opioids and whatnot. Now it's not so much the legality system. Well, now in other states, obviously, like and like, in our own county, of, there's a lot of preaching to still be doing. Well, <laughs> know the freckled face on the yeah, fucking yeah, blue yeah. dotted man or whatever but yeah, i'm just saying you know like it it, to preach the the benefits yeah of it and, yeah and and anybody that enjoys gardening fucking plant a fucking pot seed and grow it the way you want to grow it and yeah just, fuck and it just you don't have to do with it and it becomes such an enjoyment and then after that first one then you're gonna go okay now i want to actually learn what i need to do right to perfect, like right. to start making right. some good shit, right? You right. know, even, you know, for and you can do it on reason. your first one too if you want to. For whatever but, reason, you know, first one just just grow like you're trying to grow anything else. If you grow flowers Growing or whatever, monster, but I think in the end, me and you are true. You know, relatable hippies. Basically, we oh, are yeah, marijuana social activists. 
and we will never say nothing bad about this plant, about this flower. No. Um, don't, that doesn't mean that I'm not quick to judge somebody who I think I feel is abusing, abusing. because that's very easily done in this and, game. And abusing doesn't mean the use of it. No, it could be cultivating abusing it itself. It could be is, fucking making extracts. It could be just selling a bad product. Selling a bad product, using bad things and saying something else, overcharging people just because you can because these people don't know better. Correct. That's the abusing. Right. Right. The medicine's medicine. You can never abuse the medicine. This is one of the, the one of the beautiful beauties about this medicine is it can't be abused like that. You'll see soon. You know, stay <clears throat> stay tuned for season three. My last harvest wasn't the greatest, but it's still mine. Yeah. You know, and, and I know it's clean, and I'm not buying something from the shelf that don't know what. And here's the other thing. This is something that I've been studying. If you happen to be one of those people that when you go to a dispensary and all you will buy is something rock hard, I'm sorry, you're yeah, buying some fucking PGR yeah. bud and natural weed, I don't give a fuck what strain it is, will never become to the point to where it feels like a fucking rock. No. Like you, you could throw it at somebody yeah. and hurt them. Where it feels you know? like a moon rock. And it's not. Exactly. Because right. that, that to me, so, that's the best so, example so for our smokers out stop there. stop basing your fucking element on, well, this shit's fluffy and shit. This shit no. I don't mean shit. That shit might you want be, a little bounce to that bitch. Well, you, oh, you, you want you some want bounce. Than, yeah, well, yeah, you want more than a little. You want to be able to squeeze it and go back to where it looks yep, like. Yeah, and boom. If it does that. You're like, oh my. Perfect. Yeah, hello. But when you grab a bud and like, like, the only way to break it up is with fucking like a grinder. Like yeah. there's no way to just kind of break it out by hand. Yeah, no, you, you know? gotta use a grinder or some scissors to it. That's all bad. Yep. No weed naturally yep. grows rock hard. No. Nope. So, <clears throat> nope. Just 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 throwing that out there. I my, placed it. Hey, as my main man Eddie IDC's Murphy. Gardens. As my main man, Eddie Murphy. Look at that. Shout out to the future right there. Y'all see when that comes. Yep. Nice saying it again. No. Check it out, though. Like my main man, Eddie Murphy, said in that movie. How you doing? That's how you going to be saying you your doing? fucking weed, man. What's that? Walk Norbit? over you, but you yeah. lit back. Norbit, Norbit. Come over here, smoke this weed. You walk over. You going to lift the fuck back. back. That's Nutty Professor. That's Grandma. That is Nutty Professor and the Grandma, yeah. Well, she was the same voice as Norbit, right. the, the well, lady Murphy, in yeah. Norbit. Yeah, well, Eddie. You know. Walk over you. You going to lift back. Anyways. You going to lift back. Yep, so look forward to... The can of buds, logos, and I'm not gonna say, and you know, I, I think we might have to do some rallies. Yes, like, absolutely. And I'm not gonna guarantee the logo on the first episode because we're trying to be consistent as fuck with this. No, I, so, I don't even get. I mean, but, when, it, when it comes out though, when it's finalized, yeah, by the end of season three, we'll have a logo. That's my guarantee. With merch, with merch, may not be a whole lot. No, but because you're one of the lucky ones from our pocket, and we got so. a free. You know, we got to produce some freebies, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Um, Think about March. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that time. It's that time. If you catch that, you catch it. You if catch you it. don't, sorry for you. It has nothing to do with harvest. <laughs> nope. Well, har- we harvested things well, years yeah, ago, and yeah. they're still growing. But yeah, so it works out. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I first started planting seeds. <laughs> I planted uh, my seed. Fuck. <clears throat> man. Anyway. Yes, sir. Um, no, so, yeah. Damn. Man, so, season okay. Canatoons so coming up. Three, yeah, Canatoons will be. Season two of uh, Canatoons. We'll start the first episode of season three. That's going to start. That will start. Definitely. The second set. The season two of Canatoons. Um, man, so let, let's get a little freestyle going here. We can give them a little something besides just ourselves. The question is, what? I don't know what yet. I haven't thought of that, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention a whole lot. Kobe turned 40 the other day. Oh, I got something. Lamar Odom was on Kevin Hart's uh, Cold As Balls Ice Bath show. I watched that episode. It's like 11 minutes long. Uh... Lamar first and foremost and this is why I'm going to bring this up because it's cannabis related so Kevin Hart asked Lamar what all happened while he was in a coma 12 strokes, 6 heart attacks while he was in his coma Uh, so Kevin Hart goes what, what, 
And he's like, yeah, every doctor I've seen is like, you're a walking miracle. It's almost a double-double. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> you break it down. Right? <laughs> so uh, they were like, whoa. You're like, you know, you're a walking miracle or whatever. And Lamar's like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm tired of hearing all that. Like, he was like, I am. But, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I got to get past being that. Like, I got to be me. But uh, can- he says cannabis has saved his life. Right. Has continued I've his heard life. that. Several and now... <laughs> He's already had the company for years. It was a record label and a clothing line, Rich Soil. It is now his cannabis company. <clears throat> oh, okay. And so uh, he talked about when he first used, when he realized cannabis helped with his anxiety. And Kevin Hart was like, wait a minute, you had an anxiety? He's like, yeah, I know it's funny. I played in front of 20,000 people every night. How would I have anxiety? You know. That's a difference. That's a difference. Like, but you know, I had it my whole life. He goes, and I got diagnosed by a doctor with it. We goes, played in sold out crowds. Exactly. Even that a couple thousand enough. people yeah. is enough to shake the right person. Yep. But you look at it as like, I'm the game's out. right here. Like yep. I don't. You, you don't. There's exist. nothing there. Right. It's like playing in a video game. Yep. Exactly. You play a video you game. Just you don't pay attention the, to the yeah, crowd. You just, you just pay court. attention to the player you're controlling exactly. in the court. Right. But yeah, man, so uh, hearing him on there was great. He promoted right. cannabis. And then Kevin Hart was hilarious on there. Because he asked Kevin, he was like, you smoke? And Kevin looked to like his producer or whatever. And he was like, nah, man, I don't, uh, you know, I no, 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 no. I'm a family brand. Kevin Hart is a family brand. <laughs> don't do that. Knows his way to your life. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, I, you can't, I can't say that. Not on camera. Not on camera. But one of the, uh, so two of the things was, he goes, you got traded for Shaq, man. How's that feel? And he was like, I got two. He got one. He was like, that's how it feels. And Kevin was like, it's like that? And he goes, yeah. He goes, would you ever say I'm front of him? He goes, hell no, that's a big man. <laughs> he was like, that's a big dude. Well, Shaq is respect. He was like, he was like, but he goes, yeah. He, Shaq's respected. Yeah, mean. but Lamar was like, I got two. He got one. He goes, so I, I think it worked out. It worked out for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, I'm not tripping on it. And he was like, he goes, and what about Kobe, man? And he was like, that's my brother. Because that's my number one Dude, brother. and Kobe's always supported him, even through the bad times. Yep. He was like, he may be going through some shit, but he and, will always and that's back. And Lamar was like, he was like, you know, he goes, Chloe was there for me. He goes, and you know, my kids were there for me. He goes, but there was a guy that nobody knew that would come to my hospital once that's I got Kobe. back into L.A. Right. He was like, and he goes, by the way, he left a Phoenix Suns game in the middle of the season when he found out I was in the hospital to come see me in Vegas. He was like, but uh, he goes, when I got back to L.A. and I was in the hospital, he goes, nobody really knows this. He goes, but he was up there every day with me. That's real brotherhood right there. He was like, that's my brother. He goes, so I could never say nothing bad about that, man. So I thought that was cool, you know. No, but, it's more than cool because but, it's not something you would expect. Because if you look at Lamar's career and then going to the Lakers and Kobe, I feel like Kobe was smart. Kobe knew how to reserve himself from certain players. Yeah. Outside the court. Yeah. You know, he, he, he yeah, you may be my brother on the court and outside in life, but I'm not necessarily going to show. An you ain't gonna know and that's why you didn't know he would necessarily went to Lamar because yeah. he was like, I don't know, but. It's decent to know that no matter what, he made sure he was still there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, it's crazy, like, man. Like, and I know for a fact, I know Fish, Lamar, and Powell, right. and Roni Torioff, and Sasha Vujacic's. I know those five dudes right there, and Luke Walton. Those uh, six dudes right there, I know that that's that dude's got real connections. No matter what happens in life. Oh right. With those dudes, he's got real love. You, you know, know what I mean? He, and it's the same with Jordan and Kobe. Did you hear what Kobe said? I got said? Lamar Odom's autograph. Yeah, exactly. And you know when I'm he played for Clippers. With Darius Miles. Yep. Uh, did you hear what Kobe <sighs> said about his Hall of Fame speech? Who he wants to induct him? He said he is... He said he's going to let Phil and Jordan decide between the two of them who's going to induct him. He said, because that's my big brother and that's like my father figure, so they get to decide. But they both do it. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Phil's going to be like, I coached him, but he's going to be like, what do you say? No. <laughs> you went for me, though. No. Come on, man. It's going to Nobody be, can ever knock that. But who who would have thunk? I, I, you know, with the, with the outside perception of Kobe Bryant to a lot of the world, who would have thunk? Let me ask you a question. Head. To finalize the debate, could Kobe have battled the fucking hardcore Pistons? 
like Jordan did? I think could, could Kobe physically at the age he was, at the age Jordan was, if you put him at the same age, but put him in the era, could Kobe have done it? I think that's the only guy that could have. And the only reason I say that is because of the injuries I seen the dude play with. And the heart that he had. When he played with a broken hand for half the season, and he played with three broken fingers and torn ligaments in his fingers for a whole se- for two seasons and won a championship in one of those right, seasons. Right. I'm like, that's the one of the only dudes in right. the So if he, he could pull that the, out if he could pull that out then. I think I feel he like, could have took the beating. I feel like there's no comparison as far as who was better, Jordan and Kobe. It's era. It's error, and I think that's the thing. I'm okay. So, what I'm, but if Jordan would have never left, he'd had eight straight. Well, see, and that's, and that's, that's not comparable. No, though. and that's the thing. Because a lot of people argue that no, he that's might have, no, thing. he wouldn't have lost. That's the thing. The, the team wasn't the, losing. When you bring that into play, you're right. And I mean the what if game, and see, and that's what sucks about both their careers. Because you lost, like you lost if, when Shaq left. If Shaq never leaves. You, you went what does straight. he end up getting? And it's the same. If Magic never gets AIDS, he went to nine finals in 12 years and won five of them. If he never gets AIDS, that could be another five finals. Okay, trips. so hold on. Okay, Who knows so how many? You just brought up a number, though. Me and yeah, me no, and my... five for nine. Was not 100%. It's five out of 12, right? No, he would have no. went 12. No, he, he went He went 12. nine out of the 12 years he was in the league. He right. went to the so finals. He's five for nine. But he's five for nine. And James is three for nine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think, right. I think you are correct. Yeah, he went to eight straight, and then, he, and then he went to one earlier in his career. Yeah, three for nine. So four and four and one, right? Yeah. Okay, so what happens to, and I know this is kind of switching the topic, but Go ahead. I've been, I, just the mural I mentioned earlier. Yeah. What happens, James looking up to these, these franchise employees, career players, and I say employees because a lot of these people are still affiliated with the brand that are still alive. Everybody is except for Jerry West because right. he got kicked out like the redheaded stepchild right. and he's on the Clippers now. Right, right. Anyways, though, and he's old as fuck. Elgin Baylor repaired his. He's old as for fuck. Now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so we leave West out of it, but he is the logo. So he you is. I know it's crazy. He's still Frank, you know. and he's still a Laker. Anyways, it's crazy. And he's still a Laker. <laughs> it's but, crazy. But, but everybody else that he's looking up to, Cream, you know, even Shaq still fucking has that yeah. Laker legacy, like we were talking about. Like, yeah. You can't deny it Kobe, because Elgin. of the reason. Obviously, Kobe. Um, Chuck, you know, the fucking announcer, like, he yeah. was up there and shit, too. So, all these the people, man. and you have LeBron looking up to it. She what happens, and, and nobody's saying this year, what happens next year if, Kawhi or not, but he is able to coach these young men that you have on this Lakers squad that are already doing phenomenal. Like, you can see the potential there. 35 and 47 last year. And you going take to them, a and you get them to the, the playoffs season. this year, maybe first round, but, you know, maybe you're eight seed and you're playing fucking Golden State. And they fucking just, whatever. And he expects that. But next year, quiet or not, he gets them to the finals and he loses. So he goes three for ten now. Yeah. What does that do to his legacy? Or what does it say about your team, more or less? Okay. Does it say anything about the Lakers? Because I don't think it does. No. I think it's. I think it's. The Lakers can still win in the next I few think, years. I think what, you look I at it as it projected the Lakers ahead of schedule. First and foremost. To me, it projected the Lakers two years ahead of schedule. He's, he can be too old by then. Uh, and this is the other thing. So, Unless he takes it easy over the next couple of years and he doesn't balls out and he just tries, LeBron, to be a, he tries to be a coach on field but still keeping himself in shape. Yeah, and then so playoff time turns it on. He, right. Yeah. If he doesn't do that, no, he tries to get you that, that, that 60 and fucking you know, 22 yeah, record or whatever. Season, he's really yeah. trying to kill it. Yeah, he's not. He's going to wear down in the playoffs. Yeah, it's not going to be he good. He did it this year. Yeah, it's not going to be good. This is my thing. If Okay, so I'm not going to lie, man. And this is why I told you in a text message. Damn. After thinking about what he did and signing with the Lakers, I respect one thing about it. Out of any place you could have chose, out of every team, that was the one team you went to where you do realize as a player of your stature – but as a player of your stature, on an all-time great, you're an all-time great already in the NBA. But, oh, he's going but to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Let's be real. If you look at the Lakers, they technically have, if you go Mike in. The potential. If you go Mike in, Wilt, Baylor, Wes, Kareem, Magic, Kobe. Just that. That's their all-time Lakers and their all-time NBA, right? And here's the thing. 
So if LeBron, I'm gonna be real with you. He has to win three to be on that list. No, I'm gonna be real with you because uh, of how bad they suck. One, well, no, but because of how bad they suck for the last five years. That's just so shit. This year, this is what I'm gonna say. If he makes it to the Western Conference Finals with this team this year. And this is coming from a Laker fan. I'm going to keep it real with you because the pressure's on him. I told you, this is why I respect him. This is why I respect him for doing what he did. Golden State, obviously. Going against Golden State. He makes the West Cross Finals, loses, whatever. He's going to, that buys him. That buys him a year. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that what everybody's buys him predicting a year. next year for finals. But he has to get to the Western Conference <sighs> Finals to buy himself a year. To buy himself three, to basically be like three years. I'll playoffs. Nah, man, I'll tell you, Laker fans are ridiculous. I, I, I got to think from the madman Laker fan standpoint. Let's just say, and let's the say LA he gets media. you to the Western Conference Finals. He buys you that year. He gets to the Finals, and he wins. Can you throw him on that list you just named? As no, a Laker great. you can't. But he, How many does he have to get before he's actually named a Laker great, before he retires? Oh, he would 40. have to get at least three. That's what you I'm gotta saying. Get at least so three. But if he here's gets the thing, three though, as a Laker... And never leaves the franchise. He actually retires with your franchise then he can after become, five yeah. years total. Then his jersey would get hung in the rafters. And you'd be and okay with that. Rafters. You'd be okay with that. You feel like he solidified himself. Yeah. Like, like, I, he, like he's one of the few players that made himself dominant in several parts of the country. I would. I would. But he retired as a Laker and he got me three more. I would and I'll say this. Would you ever wear a LeBron James jersey? No, because okay, so the new Laker jerseys—they just came out. I'm not talking about spell. that. What do no, they no, do? No, 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 no. Hold on, no. I'm, I'm gonna but explain this to you. They put you know the James. So Magic got the new Laker jerseys. He's going look, 23. Like the 80s, yeah. He's wearing 23. But so I seen these jerseys and I was like, oh, they're dope. I gotta get me two of them, right? I want a yellow. Actually, I want to get three. I want to get a yellow, purple, and white. Guess what I'm getting now? The black. No, I'm gonna get one Kyle Kuzma, and the other two are gonna be Kobe's because they came out with eight Kobe's in them. So I know they come out with a 24 too. So I'm gonna get an eight, 24, and a Kuzma. I'm sorry, LeBron. I can't do it, bro. Not yet. Not yet. You got to me. You got if 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 he even wins a ring, I might get a jersey. Just say I have a jersey because he won a ring. Let's just put it this way: we haven't really had. We kind of had the convo, but but not not real. You're a true Laker fan. Yeah, man. It's, it's and, and me being a true NBA fan in general. I have my Bulls. Yeah, you know, like ups and downs, whatever. If you were to instantly root for this motherfucker, I would instantly doubted your whole my like, yeah right, my whole you've, ex- been, you've been true and true. You're like I'm not happy about it, but it is what it is. So if it works out, I can't bitch. No, I'll be Cause happy because like, like, I'm a Laker fan. He's benefiting my franchise. Now let's go back four years ago before he goes to Cleveland. Yeah, the Bulls had a major chance of getting this yes, dude, they and did. I said the same thing you said. Ooh. We good. We good. We good. Um, we're good. It's still going. This time it didn't if shut we off. get him, I'm not exactly happy, <laughs> and I'm not buying his jersey. But if he pulls rings and and support back into the city of Chicago, I'm down. He needs it. I am so down. Exactly. You know, with Rose and everything, that would have been a fucking killer duo. But yeah. it didn't work out. Didn't work. And out. I'm kind of glad it didn't. Even though we're in a struggle period or whatever, like like he's quick to bounce anyways. He'd have been there a year or two. And he the did. fact that he signed a four-year deal, I was shocked. I was shocked. Now, I think that's only because of Magic Johnson. I'm going to keep it real with you. If I, there's I, anybody I, else in that room, he doesn't sign a four-year deal, bro. He signs a one-year with a one-year three option. moves and, and at his age. In eight geez, years. He's basically our age, you know. like Three he, moves in eight years. He, I, I don't see him moving again. And if he does, it's going back home. It's, it would have to. You could own. That's, that's the, the only, only place. His kids play. out of high school. His other son. You know what I mean? Whatever. And he's just like, son, let's go back. And that's the only move. Or, I see. but I see or, him. I see him doing the full four years. If he plays, if he plays well, until he gets his hurt. son gets drafted, and his son gets drafted Ooh. on whatever team, he's like, I'm a free agent. Because I believe mathematically. If the NBA moves the draft back or the draft age back to eighteen, at the end of LeBron's four-year contract, his son will be getting drafted and he'll be a free agent. So, that could be ultimately, I'll sign a one-year deal with whoever drafts him, so I can play with my son. I mean, who the hell? You know what I mean? That's some Griffey shit. A lot of people said the same thing about Jordan when he played with the Wizards. He's yeah, like, I know. Hold on two more years. And you're but kinda, Jordan's son But then they never changed the high school it, yeah. league. And... But Adam Silver's talking about making it back to 18. 
right. I don't know. I, it, it, that's the only other theory I could have. If he doesn't go home. Nope, to play in the same league. If he doesn't go home, I could see him. If his son gets drafted, he goes to that team for one year. Or even as a coach or a consultant. Or... Something, you know what I mean? But, yeah, man, I, like I said, he, he's it is what it is with him, man. Like I respect no, I just... the move because I think it did take balls. Because at the end of the day... Do you think you needed it? Do you think your franchise, without that trade, could you made any other trade to get your franchise to at least be even as talked about like they are right now? Because you need that. You kind of needed that. Like, well, even yeah, at 32 no. and 47... I think we absolutely, like, I think we absolutely <sighs> needed that jump start because there was no jump start happening. The only other... I think if LeBron wouldn't have signed, I think they would have pulled the trigger of trading the farm for Kawhi just to get that name, which would have been a bad decision, in my opinion, right. to trade the whole farm. But, um, I th- yeah, I think they definitely needed it, man. It's five years without playoffs. That's the longest in Laker history. Think about this, bro. Before these five years without the playoffs, they had only missed five years the entire history of the franchise in the first 60 years without of playoffs. playoffs. Right. Like that's even through your bad years, you, know you still what I mean? made that first round. That's fifty-five out of sixty years you make the playoffs, and all of a sudden you go five straight without it. That's you know, yeah, they needed so it. So they needed it. They needed there it. There was they no other. There was no other option. Uh, no, no, not at the you moment. Get Kawhi. No, and I think that's why Magic got hired. At the end of the day, that's why Magic Genie was like, "I got to take over this team. Magic's got to get this fucking job so I can get LeBron James here." Because so many people respect him. Yep. Like ballers themselves. Yep. I'm not talking just no every fucking okay. basketball player that's fucking Jordan played Johnson, the game. Fucking Bird, it doesn't like matter. when those names like, are mentioned, you listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello, how you doing, sir? Right. You know, so I, I I think that's what it is, and I yeah I think it was needed. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a circus. It's gonna be a circus oh. beyond a circus with the trays that. Just, yeah, the, all the other guys that came in, it's going to be a circus. The league dude. itself right now is yeah. stacked, oh, bro. Man, I'm like, telling you right now, the NFL, so... with all the bullshit that's going on in the NFL. I can't wait till the NBA. The ratings for the NFL, I'm telling you right now. Hey. It, 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 the world's going to be shocked in the next five years when the NBA is the most popular sport. I'm not to throw in, anything in the, out there because it's always preseason because this always happens every year, but I am a fan. We ain't looking too bad, man. Hey, like, I, I haven't honestly. I haven't been following. Uh, we beat Pittsburgh. Munching all preseason. Preseason but, and Cook looks like shit, but. But like, yeah, man. Nah, well, hey, Gr- Gruden is back, so that's gonna be an interesting thing to watch. Car's healthy. Yeah, that's a big thing. And you guys he got is, Jordy Nelson is, too as a wide a receiver. Fran- he is a franchise quarterback. Absolutely. So. Yeah, he was almost MVP the year he broke his leg. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. He almost won the whole thing. Yeah. If he doesn't break his leg, what, the second to last game of the season, we're talking about possible, probably possible. gets MVP, and then you got to match up against Brady. Philly, you know, or beating, yeah, definitely a chance to go up against New England right. and be Brady, but yeah. No, it's an interesting thing, man. Beat Brady and then hit Philly? I'll tell you one, I'm, I am no longer a Cowboy fan, so it's really interesting to me about that. Like, I don't give a fuck about the NFL. Anymore. I'll quit it. I'm not, dude. It. Jerry Jones fucked yeah, up. Yeah, but that's still your team. No, nah, it's not, bro. Like it's not. Who who you riding with? Nobody. Nobody. I, I it's nobody. Like it's weird. I don't. I don't Are you ride. necessarily rooting against the Cowboys? Oh fuck yeah! I could give a, yeah. If they lose, that's great. I'd love it if they lose. What did he do? He just, just fucking showed how much of a racist fucking bastard he is. Oh, with the flag thing. And that uh, the flag thing just I mean. I know you've been going hard. He's, with a, that. he's a pompous, arrogant bastard. He always has been, though, and that's always been your team. So but, how can you not like? Just well, I mean, he's a, that and be like, you know what? I'm not looking at him. I'm looking at my players. Man, my can't. players you know are under contract, so they can't I, really I'll tell do you shit why. About it. I'll tell you why. The players' association is trying to do something. The about one, it. the one guy that was under contract on Cowboys that said anything got cut. Des Bryant. Dak Prescott, the new face of the Cowboys, has made it clear and stand that he is going to suck Jerry Jones' asshole. As hard as you can. He's going to be the new Romo of the Jerry Jones sucking clock, cock and asshole club. What happens if they don't? Man. What other team picks them up, though? Because Bro, they're, they're, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, these are men's livelihood that they're being forced by some arrogant, pompous, fucking racist piece of shit. 
to do their job yeah. according to what he says, but the NFL is working on that. And they said anybody that tries to enforce anything is necessarily going to be in violation. It's, so it's, it's interesting. It's still preseason. It's Let's preseason. see what the first game goes like. It's interesting, man. Because I got a feeling the fans even will stand behind the players and the be fact, like. Hey, the fact that Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed, a top five safety in the NFL, doesn't have a job. That just, I mean, it mind blows me. And the fact that I know Jerry Jones is one of the leaders behind making sure these two don't have a job and making sure anybody that's against it, he's going to try to oppose his will on it. I can't support that team. I I support exactly because I don't think anybody up until like recently when it's actually been broken down to like he never stood for anything other than police brutality. The what was the 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 the, 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 what the equality of racial racial inequality. But it all broke down to basically the, the police, police you know, brutality. That's, that, that's what really like I'm not going to stand for this flag, right? When I got right. when the you look people at I pay with right. my job that's supposed to stand for this so flag, support this flag. He makes a stand, and because somebody too high of a position, the president wants to intervene. The rest of the players are like, "Fuck that, then, motherfucker!" Like, like we were letting him do his thing. Now we're going to show you we believe the same fucking way. So they all do it. The NFL goes through this big-ass thing. Finally, up in, like what, a month ago, the NFL said, no more talks about it. We're not doing anything about it for now. Because it's 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 After they made an ass of themselves. After they made an ass of themselves, they realized we are now focused too much yeah, on this. That and fuck. the fucking NFL draft was underplayed because of yeah. it. The fucking the trade deadline. And they realized they can't the piece. Fucking, the fucking the Super Bowl was underplayed yeah. because yeah. of it. And they could never appease number 45. And how many fucking they clients? Because after they thought they were going to appease him, he would trash them on Twitter the next that morning. And how many fans have you lost because of it? Both sides of it, too. That's what's hilarious. They're downplaying the uh, Colin Kaepernick fan base side that they lost. They're upplaying the other side. But, you know... Like I said, man, honestly, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm no longer a Cowboy fan. And the one good thing about it is it's nice to honestly, like... I know, but there's I not, still feel like you're like the team is the team that you grew up with. So that's why we love them, right? I love the Bulls because of Jordan and Pippen and, you know... Even the, the the losing years, but when he was fucking coming out of North Carolina and shit like Okay, that. so we're we going to get deep right now. But I'm just saying, though, like, like if Phil Jackson were to be racist or some fucking thing, that doesn't fucking take away I, my love after And I'm fact. telling you right now, and Phil, with the Phil running... So when, with, Jim, when, when Jerry when, Jones dies, will you go back to the being Cowboy fan? Nah. Nah, I'm done. Like, I'm done, man. Like... I don't know. And I'm telling you right now, and this is where I'm saying, we're going to get deep on it right now. I thought about it. I, I might really want to say this for a podcast, I guess maybe next week when we nah, get well, three. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to talk about how you could lose true love for something. Like, this is how I thought about That'd it. That'd be our topic. Well, this is how, I'm, I'm going to tell you how I really thought about it. This is a prequel. You're going to get a quick preview. This is how I thought about it, man. I became a Cowboy fan. So my grandpa was one. My mom was kind of one. My dad was one. Right? I was like, this is going to be my team. The same owner for pretty much the same. The whole, the whole time, yeah, pretty much. The whole time, pretty much, basically. Um, so, you know, I that was my team. My family's team is my team. But I really thought about this, dude. Did you ever choose your own team? Or- I never chose my own team, but... There's times where I've looked at it this way. Did I really ever actually love that team? Because when the first player I truly, truly fell in love with in football. No. The first one I truly fell in love with. Like, I love Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders. I never loved Emmitt Smith. Or Troy Aikman. Mm-hmm. I, I love Deion and I love Michael Deion, Irvin. right? But the first player I truly, like, from college to the pros was Michael Vick. And Michael Vick's first NFL career start came against the Dallas Cowboys. So you were conflicted right then and there. But I wasn't because I rooted for Michael Vick. And you felt like that was natural, that was right. And so 
when I made the decision to go, I no longer support an NFL team, I thought back to all the years Vic was in the league. And even when Vic donned that Philadelphia Eagle jersey, you want to know what the first thing that came across my mind when they signed him? Was I can't wait till they bench McNabb for him and I'm going to get me a Vic Eagle jersey. A black one. Right. I had already thought about it. The color I wanted, everything. Number seven. So I realized, I don't Still think I ever. Seven in, in Philly? Uh, yeah, well, he's retired now, but yeah, he was seven for Philly. Yep. yep. And so I realized after thinking about that, maybe I never loved him. I just thought I loved him because that was the team I grew up around and I have a connection to. But in reality, the only thing I've really loved in football that I've truly rooted for from the emotion standpoint has been Michael Vick. So that's what made me I, realize I, I, that I'm, 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 I'll never the, go back to being a Yeah, I'm not. Well, I, not that that I'm upset that you're no longer a Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, like, let's go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like my team, but you're not no longer. Exactly. I'm no longer. Yeah. Like, like yeah. and that's the thing. For winning, you're my brother's winning. My team's winning. Yeah, yeah. Like and that's the thing. So, like Washington's the only team that I dislike, and that's because they won't consider changing that name. Like because it's like. At the end of the day, man, to, to the native people, that name is like, uh, that's a bad name. Right. And so it's like, That's man, the only NFL fucking like, team to not fucking make a decision. And, you know. I get you. Um, but that's the only team that I got, like, hate for now. <laughs> I can understand the concept of falling, loving a team for other reasons than realizing that. Like, the Bulls and the White Sox all came from Jared. Because I really had no man growing up. Yeah. I had a figure, you know. Yeah. And so, like, I loved all these teams because, like, he preached on it. But then once you start... But you fell in love with players. Well, I de- well, and you develop a certain... Like, like you do your homework, and you watch yeah. the games, and like, like yeah. I don't know teams, I don't know names of players on any other hockey team, but I can name a couple whites, or, you know, not hockey so much, but baseball. Yeah, know, yeah, like, white, yeah. But then I take my wife to the Dodger games, and I'm like, well, this is a close team. I've always been affiliated with the Dodgers. We are fucking really close to L.A. We are. And they're an exciting team to watch. They're good. They're, you know what I mean? And, and whatnot, so like... Can I consider myself a Dodger fan too? I think so, bro. Because I really don't like associate myself like the White Sox. Just it is. I think so. Like and, if you and caught like, me in seventh, eighth grade. It was a White Sox hat. That was because my brother instilled in me were White Sox fans. Like, like, and I and I think so, dude. The because Bulls came like, from and this me, is but what like, I'll Jordan, say. Though, like, like really, and this like, is what I'll say. Like Bulls and Raiders. Like you got love for them, right? You right, love them. Yeah, yeah. You fell in love with the players I, yeah, and the like, team, right? Because of him, though. And and here's the thing with I the never Lakers. Had my own chance, and my family, my whole family is yeah. Cowboys fans. Like, yeah. Like and like okay, so with the Lakers, I fell in love with the Lakers because of my brother. Right. You know what I mean? But that's a true love you develop, and you will and never, I developed that. Yeah, that's never gonna go. I don't give a fuck what. But it's because of him. So to me, yeah, there is there's a time where somebody can get you to fall in love with something, and you're gonna fall in love with it. But at a certain point, you but might there be like, is oh, times where it's like, well, wait a minute, did I ever really love this part? Like, did I ever? Really? And that's when I started. Thinking, Do you love the player of the team? Like, man, like right. in reality for football, if Michael Vick would have won a Super Bowl, I would have cried. I've seen the Cowboys win a Super Bowl. Mm. I never cried in '95. I was happy. Right. It was cool. Right. You know, when the Lakers in 2010, when we beat the Celtics. Right. My guy, first and foremost, uh, I fucking chopped my hand up hitting the ceiling fan. And I was up. fucking crying. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that was joy. But if the Cowboys won, I know I wouldn't have I cried. cried 96? Oh, man, shot. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know my what I mean? My grandma's living room. And it, yeah. yeah. I was at my mom's house in 2010. And her fan's up high because she has vaulted ceilings. And I fucking whacked the shit out of it jumping up and down. <laughs> We was up by 13. Well, the game wasn't even over yet. Right. You know? But, yeah, man. Like, I... So, yeah. I think a person can get you to like a... To, to support that team and you fall in love with that team. But I also think there's a time where there could be another team that was the same influence, but maybe you never actually it's got that personal, connection. Though. Yeah, but... It's more of a personal yeah, connection. So, you're like... But you never like got that actual... Because... But you never actually got that inner connection with yourself with the okay, team. Okay, so... I think that's what happened with me, dude. That's why I'm okay Let's wrap with this it. up, basically, because yeah. we're going to be having season three coming soon. Yep. And it's hella late on the yeah, West Coast. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's hella late everywhere, yeah. actually. <laughs> kind of hella early on the it's East Coast for a Sunday Coast morning. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> y'all having breakfast and shit and getting ready to go to church. Church, yeah. <laughs> um, 
to love something is one thing, but to love something because it was a personal, deep love that you found yourself, I think is another. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as a sports fan, I guess it is possible truly to love two teams in the same sports. Area. You know what I mean? Like basketball, yeah. football, whatever, same fucking, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, the di- there's a major difference in the reasoning behind yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. You know, so like you've completely abandoned the Cowboys. That was a love for your entire life up until now. Yeah. Like, like you, I, I've never heard you say anything bad about the Cowboys. We used to talk shit. Like, fuck the Raiders, fuck the Cowboys, yeah. whatever. But now it's like, fuck the Cowboys. You're like, yeah, fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. To me, <laughs> I think it blows the mind. But if you break it down as to like what you just said. Yeah. I'd left him for the wrong reason. And yeah. now when I look at the team itself, ah, I got, I know. Yeah. There's something else. Yeah. And like, why were you okay in the 90s when all your dudes were doing coke and fucking heroin and all that shit, but they were winning your ring, so you were okay with it? Right. You know what I mean? Right. But you ain't okay with somebody taking a stand for a fucking peaceful, co- like a peaceful protest cause? Like, it's mind boggling to me. And that, that, it opened my eyes and it made me really go into a deep thought process of, why do I even have a yeah? Why am I? Why do we even support this team? You know. Yeah, man. And it's funny. The only cowboy jerseys before we end, the only cowboy jerseys in my closet are To jerseys. And that was because I love To before he was a Niner. I love To. All right. No, he was dope. When he got that uh, game winning wild card catch against the Packers in the nineties, when Rice was still there, and they went to To, and Steve Young threw it to him, he caught it and he cried because they won in overtime. I fell in love with that dude then. You know, T-O. and that kind of made me think again too. I looked in the closet. I'm like, you've only supported the players. I've only you got love. that. You know what I mean? You've only supported the players you love, not so much the team itself. Yeah. So. And I had a Dion jersey when I was a kid, and the only other jersey I've ever wanted is a Michael Irvin jersey. Right. That's it. So well, yeah, we'll I see realized how the season I goes. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's much longer than what we thought it was going to be. Right. But on that note. Prequel to season three. Prequel. Is done. We'll see season three on YouTube and on iTunes. Soon. Soon. With the first installment of Canatoon season two. Well, definitely. So, yeah. The box. I can hear him talking upstairs right yes. now. He's, he's screaming. So, until next time, stoners and stone ads. Do you hear him? You hear him? He's screaming. Stoners and stone ads. This is all we got for you today. Or tonight, oh this morning, God. whatever the fuck it is. I don't know what it is. For me, it's fucking like yeah. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I know. It's saying, yeah. I'm a man. It's like 7 p.m. for me. Right. <laughs> so. But yeah, man. Stoners and Stone Ants. Keep growing. Keep growing. Everybody got a mic. Everybody got a mic. Everybody got a stain. I actually got a shirt that got a stain on today, but I knew we weren't doing video recording, oh, so I was like, I don't need, I got a stain. Well, I got a stain while we were, well, I was eating nacho cheese right here <laughs> while we were recording. So. But on that note, y'all, we out. Peace out. Peace.